This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is Brewers on Tap. on tap the official podcast to the milwaukee brewers this is episode 48 and i'm lane grindle you can get involved each and every week with comments or questions by sending those to the hashtag brewers on tap on this edition of the show we're going to catch up with brewers relief pitcher blaine boyer a veteran who has a great story won't get as far into some of the stories that have come out earlier in the season on him that are very inspirational and that are very inspirational, I think show you a lot about what Blaine Boyer's about, but we're going to talk about him coming up and how he's had to reinvent himself as a player as he's gotten older. And we'll also chat with prospect Cody Medeiros, who's currently with the Brevard County Manatees in advanced day, who's the 2014 number one draft pick for the Brewers. Well, a few roster moves made in the last week. Relief pitcher Neil Ramirez claimed off waivers from the Chicago Cubs on Tuesday, while Rule 5 draft pick Colin Walsh was designated for assignment. Ramirez is a third-year big leaguer that made eight appearances this season, striking out 10 in seven and two-thirds innings pitched. He's 27, had a big 2014 when he logged over 50 strikeouts in 43 and two-third innings while sporting a 1.44 ERA. Also, a handful of injury-slash-internal moves. Chris Capuano was placed on the 15-day DL late last week with some inflammation in his elbow. In a corresponding move, the Brewers recalled David Goforth from AAA Colorado Springs. Also, Domingo Santana, Corey Knable, Matt Garza, and Will Smith are all inching closer to their returns. Smith is set to join the club later this week, perhaps in Philadelphia, while Santana is going to play in a handful of games for Biloxi and AA. And on Tuesday night, he went 1-2 with a home run against the Mississippi Braves. Knable is beginning his rehab stint in high A with Brevard County. On Tuesday night, he threw an inning of scoreless baseball for the Manatees and guards it through two innings while giving up four hits, three runs, and two earned runs on Tuesday for the Wisconsin Timber Rattlers. This week in review for the Big League Club, this week in review for the Big League Club, the Brewers had a productive week with wins Wednesday in 13 innings and Thursday after an hour and 17-minute rain delay in Atlanta over the Braves. Coupled with Tuesday night's win over the Braves, the Brewers had completed the first sweep in Atlanta for the crew in history. Then it was home for the Reds, an offensive explosion on Friday night, 9-5 over Cincy. Aaron Hill hit his fifth and sixth, while Jonathan Lucroy hit his seventh. Saturday saw the Brewers jump out to a big lead only to see it slip away and drop a 7-6 decision before winning the Sunday rubber match against the Reds 5-4. A huge three-game series for Lucroy as he drives in nine over the three games. And through Tuesday night's games, 
Lucroy with nine home runs. Then the Cardinals came to town for Memorial Day baseball and some Tuesday night action. And things didn't go according to plan. Crew dropped both games and currently sit at 23-29 and 29 as they get set to wrap up that series with the Cardinals and embark on a road trip to Philadelphia. All right, let's talk to one of the real stable pieces to the Brewers' bullpen. Let's catch up with the crew. Had the chance to catch up last week in Atlanta with Blaine Boyer, and I talked to him about this journey to being a part of this roster in 2016. Yeah, I do. I feel good. Um, you know, it's fun to be a part of this team. Um, you know, when, when you talk about the, the rebuilding process, I think uh, immediately a lot of people think of, oh, no, you know, just a year of being terrible. But, man, there's so much talent in that clubhouse, and there's a lot of people that um, are just good ball players. And so it's fun to be here. It's fun to be a part of this group and to um, – and to do what we're doing right now. As a veteran, and of course Chris Capuano, another one of those guys, how have you two taken some of these younger guys in the bullpen and, and taken them under your wings and tried to teach them how to be pros on a day-in, day-out basis? Right. Well, that, you know, I think you just said it right there. Um, it's very important to be a pro day-in and day-out, not just uh, once a week or twice a week. It's, uh, it's, not a, it, it's, a, it's a full-time job, and there's a lot of things – um, that we can do to help just from experiences where, where Cappy and I have maybe fallen or uh, had some success, you know, just to be able to convey um, different scenarios, different situations, a lot of these young guys, um, and just to know that, you know, we're always approachable and, and let's talk as much as we possibly can. Um, you know, I had, I had some really good guys coming up here in Atlanta, um, you know, one in particular being, you know, Smoltzy, who was great for us. Um, so, um, you know, and just whatever, just being a sounding board or just, just throwing out advice, it's, um, it's kind of, it's, it's fun to be a part of. You just mentioned the experience you had in Atlanta, being from around here. How fun is it to come back and play here? It's great. It, you know, it's fun. There's, there's so many memories here um, in this field uh, playing here, and it's just, it's kind of interesting to look back and, uh, I guess just kind of see how my career has evolved into what it is now from being just a just a young just idiot <laughs> who thought he knew everything um, with no plan whatsoever out on the mound other than just try to throw hard um, and then here I am today uh, it's just it's it's a lot of fun to see that a lot of fun to to be able to look back and um, so many really really good memories and um, a lot of family and friends are here too so it's just it's a lot of fun. You were teammates here, I believe, with uh, Jeff Francoeur, who's, of course, now back with the Braves. Do you stay in touch with him? I, I saw him yesterday on the field talking about how much fun you guys had when you were together. Yeah, we are. I mean, he's one of my best friends. Uh, we talk all the time. Um, our families are really close. and um, So, yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's really cool to see him back here in a Braves uniform. Um, you know, that's where he belongs, too, I believe. Um, you know, um, He's just a great guy. There's, you know, that kind of that group of, of what they called the Baby Braves in '05 when we were able to come up and win our division. Uh, it was Frank Hoare and myself and Kelly Johnson, Brian McCann, um, just and, and you know Kelly's over there too. Um, so it's really cool. It's really cool to to come back here and play against those guys and just kind of you know still be playing baseball. What a blessing it is. And I feel like I'm I'm 34 right now, but I feel like I'm 50. Uh, and it's just it's still it's I'm glad I still have a uniform on. You have a lot of close friendships in this game. Everybody's talked a lot, obviously, in the early goings about your, your friendship with Adam LaRoche. But you seem, beyond all those stories, you just seem to be like 
you seem to be a guy that really understands that baseball's a big part of your life, but you have all these other things too, and you seem to be able to manage that so much better than some people can. What's been the key for you? Oh, my faith is is everything to me. Um, you know, I never ever wanted to be defined by anything other than the fact that I believe wholeheartedly in who Jesus Christ is. And it's so I certainly don't want to be defined as just a baseball player. I can't think of anything that would be more miserable to me to think that when I'm when it's all said and done. Uh, for my family and friends to think back on when 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 I'm long gone, but oh, but Dad was a, a good baseball player or Dad played professional baseball. I would hate that. Um, that's not what I want to be known for. I want to be um, I want it to be something much 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 bigger than that is, and that's just completely grounded in my faith. One last question: You have shown the ability to to run it up there if you need to, and get get to 95 a few times this year. But at the same time, you've talked uh, throughout the season about you know, you've had to learn how to pitch a little bit too over the course of your career. W- what was the biggest lesson you learned along the way in terms of how to get professional hitters out? Uh, you, you, high velocity does nothing, um, and that was something that was really um, that was that was tough to crack through my head. Um, I know that a, a flat ninety-seven um, is nothing compared to a well-placed, well-executed. 92-mile-an-hour fastball that's down in the zone. Um, and so I think there's times when I can have somebody set up where I'll just reach back and and try to go get it and get it up there and elevate the pitch itself um, because I know what I'm trying to do. I, I saw the swings earlier, and so it's just from a, it's just a pitching standpoint. And, um, you know, at this, at this day and age, I don't know how many of those 95s I got left. You know, so I, kinda, I try to keep them in my back pocket, um, I think. Blaine, we appreciate it. Thanks so much. Absolutely, man. Thank you. Our thanks to Blaine for giving us some time. Now let's go down on the farm. Checking in on the farm. In AAA, Colorado Springs has the PCL Player of the Week on their roster. Shane Peterson, an outfielder, hit 524, seven extra base hits, and 22 total bases over the last week. Peterson's hitting 347 on the year, and the Sky Sox are 21. In 25. Double A Biloxi, Brett Phillips is back from the DL. He had his seventh home run of the season on Sunday, and Brandon Woodruff threw seven innings of two hit, one run baseball Tuesday night to help the Shockers win. They're now 30 and 21. Brevard County is 17 and 34 after a 7 to 4 win over Lakeland on Tuesday night. Johnny Davis continues to hit. He's currently at 311. One of the top pitching prospects for the Manatees is recently turned 20, Cody Medeiros. The left-handed pitcher from Hawaii has had a tough start to his season as he's battled injury. In fact, on Tuesday, he was placed on the seven-day DL by Brevard County. However, his upside is huge, and I had a chance to talk with him a few weeks ago. And when I did, I asked him what he's learned in making the jump to high A from Class A last year. Um, I learned a lot last year, you know, playing in the low A, and, you know, this year the Competition, you know, it's a lot better. I've noticed the hitters are more patient, and uh, um, I just kind of struggled in the beginning just with command-wise, just trying to, you know, spot up and um, throw it over the zone. And, you know, the hitters are not going to swing it, like, stuff out of the zone like how they would, like, in uh, Wisconsin or, you know, just in the previous levels I played at. So that's one big thing I've noticed is just the level of, like, maturity for the hitters. They're just a lot more patient. They wait to hit their pitch that they want. We talk all the time about uh, command. It's it, command's important at every level, and it seems like at every level it can still leave you if you if you're not careful. And it's always amazing you see a major league guy that loses the zone 
from time to time. Is the biggest difference that because of the guys you're facing as you continue to move up, your misses have to be smaller? And so is that is that what makes it difficult sometimes to throw strikes, even though you know, you've got to this point, you're a strike thrower? But is it harder because of who's at the plate, and so your misses need to be smaller? Yes. Um, well, it all goes back to uh, like what our pitching coordinator and my pitching coach, Chavi, you know, preaches to me is just small misses, small misses. So, um, but I mean, part of it has to do with like you know who's at the, who's at um, the plate, and you know, you want to be more careful with some guys. You can't miss here, miss there. So, all those things just kind of play into. Um, your game plan and um i mean i think all it just comes down to um is just being able to just throw it over the zone you know just being able to command it not overthinking it at all take us through kind of your your pedigree if you will and let's go let's start with what you throw and you know where your confidence is in your certain pitches um i throw from a i'd say a low three-quarter slot um i throw a fastball two seam um i got a slider and a changeup. When you're really going, you know what what what's the thing that kind of keeps you in your zone and in your rhythm? What's the thing that you notice when you're really kind of locked in? I'd say I pretty much just get my signal and then pick up the location and just fire away. I don't really like think much. I notice um just being in pro ball when I start thinking too much about like just anything that's when like you start mentally like messing yourself. Up, so I pretty much just try to just get the signal and just throw it. Let's let's talk about Hawaii. Um, pretty cool, obviously. Um, coming from there, there's there's a few guys that have that have that are making an impact right now in minor league baseball from Hawaii. Are, are you guys close? Do you guys stay connected? Do you talk? Yes, actually, uh, we got two guys from Hawaii with the Brewers. Mm-hmm. Um, they're in Wisconsin, um, Quinton. Torres Costa and Jordan Yamamoto. Mm-hmm. Um, Quentin uh, grew up like two miles away from my house. So, I mean, we went to the same high school together, and now he's with us, which is just crazy. And then um, Jordan, I mean, I didn't know him growing up in high school, but we pitched against each other in a, like a quarterfinal game, I think, in the state tournament. And then, I mean, we've got guys in the Tampa Bay Rays. Um, Colton Wong's younger brother, Kean Wong, uh, he went to the same high school as me. And, I mean, he's doing really well. Um, he's in double-A now. And um, there's this other guy, uh, Lana Akau. He's in the California State League in high A. And um, I'd say Shane Victorino is a big one, too, for me. I mean, he, he'll, he'll like, uh, text me or, I mean, if he says if I have any questions, you know, just shout out to him. Or, I mean, he just really keeps in touch and, you know, he's really pulling for us Hawaii guys. How did you meet Shane originally, just when he was back on the island once? Honestly, I've never, like, met him in person, but once he uh, heard that, you know, I could be something, um, he got, like, my dad's, or his dad's, or no, Shane Victorino's brother works um, on a different island, but the same job as my dad, so, like, they'll meet up for, like, uh, say, like, an inner island, like, just, like, meeting, and then he found out that, you know, um, that he was Shane's brother, and then Shane, like, wanted to get a hold of me, and then, like, he wanted to, like, make sure, you know, I was doing the right things and just wanted to just throw a hand out there just in case I needed, like, help at all. And, like, I mean, he's just an awesome guy. What's been the best piece of advice you've received from him so far, in your opinion? I'd say pretty much just, like, enjoying, like, every moment of it, you know, and also, like, not taking 
a moment for granted and, you know, just being able to make yourself better every day. What is baseball? Um, you know, how big is baseball on the islands? I'd say it's actually getting like a lot bigger than what it was before because, uh, I mean, back, I'd say it kind of almost all started once like Colton Wong got drafted. I mean, his dad puts on like these showcases for us, like, um, kids back home and like he, he'll get us to like, um, the mainland showcases to like really get us out there. And like, I mean, if I think if it wasn't for like him or Colton, you know, really like, you know, putting us out there and like letting, you know, the scouts know that we have talent in Hawaii. I don't think, um, a lot of us guys would have gotten like noticed or I wouldn't even have known like the right, like things to do in like a 10 showcases. I probably would have just, um, just played in back home in the islands. Was it fun two years ago when you saw Colton Wong hit a walk-off home run in the NLCS? Was that was that cool? Was that a proud moment? Yeah, for it you? was. Um, it was it was amazing. I mean, when I was a hitter in high school, I used to see him in the batting cage in the off season. This was when he was, I think, when he just made it to the big leagues, and like it was just like just seeing him and like knowing his story. And his brother got drafted like um, the year before me, and like it's just like wow, you know, if you just put in the hard work and like you know, get yourself out there, you know, you can make it happen. What are your strengths in your opinion? Give me a, give me a, maybe not a scouting report on Cody Medeiros, but give me, you know, what you think your strengths are and what are going to take you to the, to the major leagues at some point, hopefully. Um, I'd say I'm a pretty, like, um, what is it, like, self-determined like person, you know, um, and one big thing that I have, I think, is just confidence i mean i don't show it but like inside like i have good like self-talk and like inner confidence i feel appreciate it thanks cody thank you for having me our thanks to cody medeiros class a wisconsin is 24 and 28 david burkhalter is turning some heads with his sub two era in 10 appearances and seven starts Here's what's on tap with the Brewers. Here's what we have coming up for you. The Brewers kicking off the homestand with a quick two-game interleague set against the Oakland A's on Tuesday, June 6th, and Wednesday, June 8th. Both games 7-10 starts. Then the Mets come to town Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, all three of the weekend games, you're going to have cool promotions. Free shirt Friday on Friday, June 10th at 7-10. On Saturday, June 11th, that's Star Wars Day. That one's first pitch at 3.10. And on Sunday, June 12th at 1.10 p.m., Barking Bobble Hank plus Kids Eat Free Sunday. You really can't go wrong. Plus, it's the defending National League champion, New York Mets. And it's a four-game weekend showdown. It's going to be a lot of fun. You're going to see some great pitching in that one. And you're going to see a lot of cool promotions as well if you come out to the ballpark on any of those days. We hope you'll come out. We hope you'll enjoy it. For tickets, you can call 414-902-4000, or you can visit Brewers.com today. And that's going to do it for episode number 48 of Brewers on Tap. Once again, I'm Lane Crindle, thanking my guests, Blaine Boyer and Cody Materos. Talk to you again next week, everyone. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or 
I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.